This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Somebody kicked us out of our studios. So we're here in Regina, and they're letting us in on a big party, folks. Ramya Muth and Kelly McDonald, host of Kelly and Company. And we are involved in an AMI Audio Live, and Ramya is after cake. Mm-hmm. Not yet, but soon will be. Well, the discussion of cake started on our show Monday, and uh, we're looking forward to getting all sorts of cake sent to us via CNIBs across the country. So we keep putting that out there. But I, I mean, will say... It's a say, nationwide outreach. It is. Now. Nationwide yeah. cake. Yeah. Right? You are satisfied, however, though, just getting a bit of cake tonight Absolutely. at the celebrations right here. Uh, the province, the cities have done so well at recognizing CNIB and making this a special week. They've had so many activities going on uh, that we've shared, we've discussed a little bit about and will. We are downtown uh, Regina, as mentioned, at the Ramada uh, Plaza Regina. And right now, v- welcoming in to join us for a really interesting chat is a peer support, CNIB peer support participant group, and it's kind of a group they sit down and we'll get the details on that a former ctv sportscaster bob huber bob wonderful to have you with us well thank you very much and it's a real pleasure to be here now before we get into it if i may um i don't think it's a party until the balloons and the presents show up <laughs> and they tell me they tell me the balloons showed up about 10 minutes ago and now i've got <laughs> no, it's time for now, the now i have presents for you so <laughs> kelly if you could take that thank you i'm all and set Ra- with oh Ramya. look at that wow. this is this is a little something for you to take back to argoland oh oh, that is... oh 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 now i'm gonna get you to tell us what's on them Bob. you have got saskatchewan rough rider baseball cap <gasps> it's black with a nice big stylized s on the front for the saskatchewan rough riders oh bob Romney, I think you know what you have. Or... It uh, looks like a scarf, I think. You have a scarf. So soft. I love this. Oh, this Thank is you so awesome. much. Yes. And that also has a little rider logo oh, on it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're, I, would, I wouldn't have even told her. I would have let her walk around <laughs> yeah, right. and put up with all the people sucking their teeth in Ontario. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> please please work probably in Argo Lab. <laughs> No. Maybe right down there at the stadium like, once in a while. Just, you know, how brave are you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, thanks. Um, one other question before we get started as well. I know you're a pilot, Kelly. Did you fly out yesterday? Did you? Were you the uh, one? Fly? I wanted to sleep. I was feeling as a in, did we so get I on the plane commercial. that Kelly flew us from Toronto uh, to here? Were you, were you in the cockpit giving advice, sir? <laughs> I know better than to do that. That was the first lesson, lesson rule 101. Do not give a lessons to other pilots. Pilots. Uh, we're talking about my uh, flying on Blindsided, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. You can go and look on the AMI-TV app for that or on the website, ami.ca, and that's from Season 3. And, Bob, thank you for asking. You're, you're on route to getting your license, though. En route? Pro- yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got about you know 12,000 more hours <laughs> to, to, much to get. Bob, well, let's talk a little bit about, I mean, I introduced your former sportscaster. Let's touch on that and your story, please, of Vision Loss. Well, I, uh, my story of vision loss is a 45-year-old uh, journey. Uh, I was diagnosed with glaucoma when I was 18 years old, and I've been dealing with it ever since. And uh, over the time, I've, I've had a bunch of complications, and I've lost vision, total vision in one eye, and I've lost most of my vision in the other eye. Um, 
I, I was a sportscaster and in the news business for 15 years. Um, <coughs> excuse me, Kelly. And uh, after that was career, part of my career was over, I got into business. I, I owned businesses for a while. But I had some complications. I had a detached retina, and then I had a blood vessel burst in my eye. Oh, my. And so that, that sort of took away most of my I've, – I've lost most of my peripheral vision, but I still can see a little bit in front of me, but it's very, very blurry. So that's the sort of the history of what, what happened. And um, I, I stopped working. I sold my businesses in 2004. And then about 2011, I had the burst blood vessel, and that's really, really when it went bad. Wow. And um, – at that time, uh, I was just sort of sitting on my couch and wishing things were different than they were and listening to TV, not driving, not reading, not doing much of anything. And uh, just by chance, I had to go check my uh, prescription for my glasses, and the optometrist said to me, you know, the CNIB could probably help you with some of these things if you're interested. And I, you know, it had never even crossed my mind. To go uh, to them. No, I, I just assumed that that was for blind people, and I'm not quite blind yet. I'm, no. you know, I'm still sort of, can still see a couple of fingers in front of my face. But I thought, you know, since I'm not doing anything anyway, uh, maybe I should go check it out. And I, I did, and I registered. And I have to tell you, the doors opened. Uh, it was just a, a wonderful experience, and it's been a wonderful experience ever since. It's amazing how long it takes a lot of people. And they say that whether you become a diabetic, whether you deal with any health conditions, vision loss, how long it takes for us to adjust. But yeah. mostly to say, oh, that is me, instead of saying, mm -hmm. oh, well, run me over there with the vision impairment, Bob over there with the vision impairment, and come around to Kelly who... Well, I'm just no, very, you I'm know, physically inconvenienced a little. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And you know what? I've heard stories where people are driving and driving, and then eventually they drive themselves to the ophthalmologist or optometrist, and they hear, you shouldn't be driving in your condition. Your vision is, uh, you know, has deteriorated to that level. So it's that hearing from a doctor, right? Like mm -hmm. different things that people go through. So other than the CNIB, though, how did your vision loss affect your career as a sportscaster? Well, uh, uh, I had bad eyesight even even in those years, and I know uh, the company was very good to me. They bought a large print typewriter, and so I could. Uh, in those days, you had a a, a, a a teleprompter that rolled, and you would put your c copy of your uh, sportscast on there, and then you would read it through a screen that came up in front of you. And I had to have bigger type because I couldn't see it, and the camera would have to come right in on on top of me. Um, and it was the, so that was part of the challenge. The, the other part of the challenge, unfortunately, was that it was hard for me to to always follow the puck in a hockey game, always follow the baseball and that type of thing. Right. Um, but you just sort of learn to adapt. To adapt. And, yes. and to fake it in some yeah. cases. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I see that guy crashing I, into the wall. Uh, the ball, I can't tell if he's got it or not. I, uh, I did one of the jobs that I had while I was, was at uh, CKTV. Was, uh, I was the color commentator for the Regina Pats hockey team, the franchise, for six years. And uh, I, the, the fellow, Kevin Galantha, did the play-by-play. -play, would say, I mean, you are blind, aren't you? <laughs> we, we would go to commercial break, and he said, you, you really didn't see that, did you? <laughs> he caught the ball. You had all no. types of people in disbelief. <laughs> you sent us to commercials during an extended inning. What are you doing? Or during an extended period. What are you doing? Um, Bob, tell us about when you did get involved with CNIB, the peer support part, and how that well, helped you, but how now you're helping others. Well, what, what happened was I, I, I uh, got involved, and it was remarkable. I took advantage of just about everything I could. I, I got the Daisy <laughs> Book man. Reader. I, I, I got the mobility classes with the white cane. Yes. I, 
I got the independent living cooking classes and all that type of thing. And I took all these things and I, it really opened up the door and it, and it um, sort of taught me that, look, you don't need to be stuck on the couch. You can get up and get moving and get active and, and do things with your life. It isn't over. And, uh, and so it was with that sort of attitude, it sort of changed my attitude completely around. And uh, just one day out of the blue, Ashley Nemeth, who you are familiar with, of course, yeah. um, Ashley phoned up. She was the peer group organizer, and she asked me if I would be interested in coming, uh, coming out and, and, and trying it. And I thought at first, hmm, I don't know, is this something I, I, I was, you know, I was sort of hesitant because I thought I really don't want to sit around a table with a group of people complaining about how, light, how hard life is. Yes. You know what I mean? And it was the exact opposite thing. It was, it was wonderful when I got there, and I thought, well, I'll give it a try. And I gave it a try, and I'm really, really glad I did because it, far from being a, a group of complainers, it was a group of people who were very inspirational and uplifting. I, I find resources right now. Everybody wants to know what's the next, what's the next idea, what's the next technology they might need mm -hmm. to do some of the things. And then you start finding those things that say, if this had been around when I was sportscasting, I'd still be there. Mm -hmm. You know, the difference is, but yep. you're finding those, those areas out. Um, and for you, Bob, now with that happening and, and the connection you have with people and CNIB, that couch is so far away because now if you're going to go sit around, you can sit, what, sit around a coffee shop or something? Yeah, that's yeah. right. I think, I think you, just, uh, you just become more active. You just involve yourself. And, you know, I think another thing that we should talk about maybe, Kelly, just a bit is, uh, and, and we sort of touched on it, is everybody in the situation, everybody in our peer group, and there's about a dozen of us, and we're all at sort of different stages mm. of where we are mentally because yeah. it isn't just a physical problem. It's a mental problem. Yes, it's how sure. you approach it, you know. And I, I think so. that's the important thing, too, is that you keep coming to the meetings and you find that your attitude starts to improve or get better or you begin to see. Like, I'm, I'm so impressed with uh, Ashley, the things that she accomplishes and the things that she does. She's an inspiration to me. And I think she is to a lot of other people as well. And I think there, there are all those kind of stories. And, you've, and you just... Uh, you just hope that people can, you know, get out of themselves and, and get back into society and, and, and they don't have to be a, afraid to try things. It's very daunting, yeah. as you know. Yes. I mean, Were you scared on that couch, Bob? I wasn't scared on the couch. I was scared when I got off it. Uh, you know, I mean, oh, I, I, it's, yeah. it's one thing to, uh, to say I want to go walk to the end of my, you know, walk down to the sidewalk of my house. And that's a challenge for some people, yes. you know. Yep. And so you've got to take baby steps. I think you have to learn to, uh, but, but th this, is, this is why you see CNIB will play such an important role. These things have all been done before by other people. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Uh, people are going to give you advice. They're going to tell you, you know, how to use a white cane, how you can walk around the block, how you can get a little fresh air and exercise. And Lord knows in the wintertime in Saskatchewan, a little, <laughs> a little fresh air and exercise is an awfully good thing, you know. But, um, yeah, so I think it's, it's uh, you know, the CNIB has done a, ter a terrific job for me and for so many thousands of others. Yeah, and you know, I love that you find somebody else uh, with low vision as an inspiration to you. I think it's one thing to to say or a sighted person to come up to you and say, you know, you're a huge inspiration uh, for, for sighted people out there. But it's another thing to meet other people with low vision who have gone through kind of the phases that you might have gone through and see like, wow, look at all the things that they've accomplished and still are accomplishing. And I can do that, too. Mm -hmm. And it's um, it's incredible. Is there any like last shout outs you want to give out to the CNIB on their 100th birthday? Well, I want to I certainly want to thank the CNIB for everything that they do. And I, I want to tell people out there who contribute to and, and donate to the CNIB that you're getting big bang for your buck. 
the rubber reached the road at uh, at the CNIB. And I also want to give a shout-out to AMI. I think, uh, Kelly, you, what you guys do here on this show is terrific, and I think the entire radio and television networks are just fabulous. I think they serve a real purpose to a community that really needs it. And I want you to know that people appreciate it. Oh, thank you thank very you. much. We appreciate it. We are lucky and blessed to be doing what we're doing and, and love it every day. And, Bob, thank you so much for sharing your story, giving us some great stuff, hats, scarves. <laughs> but more importantly. No cake. Absolutely. Not till tonight. Not later. Um, but words of, of real wisdom and, and, again, personal, from that personal spirit. Thank you yeah. kindly. Oh, you're quite welcome. My pleasure. A former sportscaster here in Regina, Bob, you were joining us. Coming up, we're going to hear a story from a dad who's going to talk about their family a little bit and their very special daughter next here on Kelly and Company as this AMI-audio live production continues. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us 
wherever you get your podcasts.